What are tips that you can have to help you after a breakup? Hey, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. Right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We're so honored and so grateful that you can join us. And if you have not had a chance, uh, please make sure you hit that review, hit the hit the like button, subscribe. Um, we're always you know, coming up with new things, sharing new things. And, and, and we love to hear from you. It's such a blessing when we get to hear the impact of what we're able to do, because ultimately that, that's why we do it. We are here, mm-hmm. we do this because we understand that this is a blessing to other people. And so to get that feedback, it means so much. And so I, I, we really mean it. If this has been a blessing to you, just take the extra time, leave a review, uh, give us a shout out, uh, give those five stars. It, 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 that, that's, it just means a lot. And so we really do appreciate it. Keontae, man, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. I, I can't complain like always. You know, it's a beautiful day and the sun is up. I'm breathing, my legs are working, so... You know, yeah, so you know, saying God is good, mm-hmm. you know, all definitely, the time. Definitely. So, so there it is. All right. So tips, remember, we're going to deal with tips, you know, uh, to, you know, heal from a, a, a after a breakup or from a breakup. And, and being I'll say this personally experiencing a very difficult divorce and, and where I was hurt. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, a subject that is you know, really sensitive to me, a subject that I understand that a lot of people um, deal with. And one of the things that was really hard for me is, is I was like, okay, God, how are you going to use me? You know, and, and cause you, you feel like you're not usable sometimes in moments of life as a result of, you know, things that are happening. And so, man, after my divorce, uh, I mean, it was just, I, I was broken. Not only was I, was I hurt physically, I was hurting spiritually and just, you know, had a lot mm-hmm. of questions, God, where are you? And, and from that, man, God was able to just continue to do a work in me. God was reminding me, I'm still using you. And, and in that, that's something that I want to share with other people. That's something that I'm always mindful of is, is God, how can you use me? Because the reality is, is there's people that have dealt with very hard breakups, very hard divorces, yep. people that have been hurt. And so it's, it's just a matter of how do you heal from that? How do you kind of get back on your feet? Um, and, and so I'm just really excited to be able to share this and, and I, my heart and desire is to share it from a, a really genuine place um, and, and just allowing God to use your past for his glory. So, Keontae, man, um, what, what do you got, man? What, what would be some, an encouragement that you would have for <clears throat> someone uh, in the area of healing? So my first encouragement would be, um, man, I just, I, first off, I love the way that we flow because I feel like you always have something. I can, I can always piggyback off of it. Um, so my first tip actually would be kind of what you said and the fact that um, just know that you are not alone. Meaning that, you know, oftentimes we can go through bad situations, breakups, uh, divorces, um, and we just kind of feel like, man, like, what was me? Like, you know, I'm the only like I'm the only person that has to deal with this and the weight of this problem and so on and so forth. But really and truly, there are others that are going through a similar situation that you go that you're going through or others who have gone through what you've gone through and they've made it out of the fire. 
You know what I mean? Yep. They made it to the other side, you know, and, and, and they've made it out successfully. So just always know that you're not alone and, and you can look at your story and, and look at another person's story that may have gone through something and find hope there. Find that, you know, you're not going to stay in this place. This place isn't a forever. You're just going through a season. And just like seasons on the calendar, you move through them, you know, with every page, every flip of a page. So just know that you're not alone and this isn't the end. So that's, that's my first encouragement. So what I'll uh, piggyback on and kind of build on from that is that the tip I would encourage is really surround yourself with your community. You Mm -hmm. might feel alone because in your depression, in your hurt, in your frustration, you've began to kind of push people away. And so you really need to do the opposite. You need to be intentional. And here's the thing. You're, gonna, you're not going to want to get up. You're not going to want to go to church. You're not going to want to pick up that call. You're, you're just naturally not going to want to do it. And so you have to really push yourself and force yourself to get into fellowship. Go to church. Get in that small group. Have your friends take you out. Let them know, like, hey, I, I need you guys to call. I, I need you guys to check up on me. Please take me out. Don't push your community away because your community is so important. And I would not be where I am today if it was not for Keontae, if it wasn't for others that were part of my community that were really just there for me and really surrounding and loving me. And and so that is such a a huge thing is that you're not alone, but sometimes you push people away to where you are alone because you've pushed people away. So, you know, really embrace your community and people around you. Um, Any thoughts on that one, man? That's good, man. That's uh, that's really important. Like, I had that on my list, too. Um, I put circle yourself with people um, who care about you because, you know, we always talk about community and community really is everything like you can't. You really can't do life alone. There's always like, you know, metaphors and statements that be like, you know, it, it takes a village to raise a kid and, and things right. of that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that area, because it's true. Like you need a community. You need a circle of people who are like minded, circle of people who love you and care about you and actually have your best interests in life because they're going to continue to help encourage you, help build you up, you know, check on you, throw things Why out there to kind of keep you afloat. It's biblical. I mean, God, God tells us, you know, to bear one another's burdens that we should Definitely. be bearing with one another. And, and, and so in, in, here's the interesting part about this is oftentimes within inside of a relationship and a, and a breakup, there's sometimes someone who's been hurt more. There, there, there's someone who's, who's in a, uh, you know, in a place where that hurt is a little bit different because oftentimes you don't have like a mutual breakup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not my most of the time. Sometimes there is. It's like we both see, we both feel, and, and we're both good to move on. Really what happens most of the time is someone has mentally and physically moved on a long time ago, whether or not if that's in infidelity, whether or not if that's just physically you know, and mentally, whatever it might be, they've moved on. And then you're kind of playing catch up. You haven't, you know, you're, you're like, hey, I'm still in this. And yeah. then all of a sudden they come in and they're like, hey, it's over. And you're like, wait, what? Like, what happened? No, like, let's, what? No way, you know, or you, what, you cheated? You did this? And, and, and so there's a hurt there. And so oftentimes this healing is a little bit one-sided, unfortunately. And, and in that, as we're talking about, bear one another's burdens. As we're hurting and as we're going through different things, we have the community, we have the body of Christ. Don't forsake the fellowship of one another. Why? Because we need one another. That's why we have the body of Christ. And and so having that fellowship, having that community is really, really critical. That's good. Um, Here's one that I have. uh, And so I talked about community. You talked about one. Here's here's one I want to share is 
we have to bathe ourselves. And, and, and I want to use the word bathe, right? Because, you know, when, you, mm-hmm. when it's not a shower, you're not being sprinkled. You, you getting deep into the water, right? You have to bathe right. yourself in the word of God. And, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. so critical. And what I mean by that is it's the word of God that's speaking truth in your life. It's the word of God that is speaking his promises in your life. And when you are healing, when you've dealt with a difficult breakup, when you're when you've dealt with a divorce or whatever it might be, man, you need truth. You need God's promises. You need to be encouraged. And those truths and those encouragements will be a light unto your feet and a lamp unto your path when you're in a very dark place. Yeah. Uh, David said it best. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And for some of us, man, you're in your valley. You're really going through something. So you need that word of God. You need God promises to, to know that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. God is working all things for the greater good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You need that word in your life. And so you have to bathe yourself. You need to be reading those words, read, you know, get encouraging scriptures, just type in, Google it encouraging scriptures man you'll get a flood Mm -hmm. of them um and and so just really really bathe yourself in the word of god memorize his word and repeat it and constantly let it be your meditation what you got man oh yeah that's that's good man um again man you you kind of hit one of my subjects um i put keep your eyes on god um one of the main scriptures and i and i love this this whole book actually because it's a bunch of prophecies and just promises um, but the book of Isaiah, um, Isaiah 46, 4 says, even at your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Oftentimes, again, like I said, we go through breakups and we go through divorce and we just feel like we're in despair. Like, you know, like, I, what was me? I'm just in this hole in this dark place. And, you know, there's no one who's coming to get me. There's no one coming for me. But like yeah. I said, in Isaiah, God is sitting here saying, I will sustain you and I will rescue you. That's why it's so important to, just like what B said to bathe yourself in this word and there's yeah. so many just there's so many words and so many words of encouragement in the bible where you know god is just really looking to you and, and saying like i'm here for you like you're not alone you know you can always count on me um and so it's just so important to really just keep your eyes focused on him because oftentimes we go through you know human things you know down here on earth when it's a breakup and we just feel so detached you know what I mean? Like, I'm just in this place by myself, but you're not. You know what I mean? And you have a book there with 66 chapters in it, and it's going to help you get through. So and people, that's, that's I learned this, man, I learned this. And this is part of that learning lesson. It's people happen to people. Um, and, and as you said, it, not only is the word of God filled with, with you know, encouragements, but we need to to also understand, you know, who we are and that purpose and that identity. Because when you are dealing with a breakup, you begin to feel a loss of identity. When you when you mm. really have given yourself to something and given yourself to someone, and my, if you ain't never been there, then you're not going to understand what I'm saying. But man, when you really give yourself to someone and you've been hurt or that person, you know, leaves and, and, and whatever it might be, man, you feel like you're losing a part of yourself. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so in that, you're, you're, you're feeling you're, you're actually in a little bit of an identity crisis. And so having the word of God to remind you of who you are, you're not mm-hmm. your circumstance. You're, you're, you know what I mean? You're, you're not your challenge. You're, you're, you're more than just a, a wife. You're more than just a, a husband, you know? And, and, and so we have to remind ourselves of who we are. And that's what the word of God does. And, 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 yeah. and I like what you said because they're similar, but they're different. But keep your eye, you know, I, I like that. Keep your eye on God because it's, it's almost like Peter 
where Peter, when he was in the storm, he was able to rise above the storm or walk on the storm as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus. But it was mm-hmm. when he began to look at the storm that it began, it began to overwhelm Come on. Come on. him. And, and that's what ends up mm-hmm. happening as in our lives. And so that, that's a great point that you said is we got to keep our eyes more on God rather than our problems, because those problems will overwhelm you and they'll consume your 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 thoughts and your yep. mind. So yep, all right, well, yep. you got another tip, man? Yeah, another tip for me, um, again, kind of piggybacking, but it's kind of, it's kind of the same, but it's kind of different um, is just know that you're worthy. Um, yeah. Again, oftentimes, you, you know, we, we, we set our identity in our relationship or in our marriage. And if that person happens to leave, we feel like we're not worthy or like, you know, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not the husband that I thought I was or I'm not the girlfriend that I thought I was. But, you know, we're going off of what man, you know, what what society you know thinks we should be like, oh, you know, he's divorced or she's divorced or, you know, they're single now when you kind of they kind of just throw us to the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't go off of what society deems you to be. Always know what your worth is by what God says you are. Again, yeah. we're going back to his word in scripture. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, I mean, like God created you with the same hands that he created this universe with. You know what I mean? So know that you are much more than somebody walking away and you feeling empty. You are worthy and you got to always remember that. And that's going to help you get through those tough times and those tough days and those those tough breakups. I mean, hey, you you have value and, and we need to sometimes be reminded of our value. So um, mm-hmm. absolutely. One of the things that I have and and this might rub some people the wrong way, but understand it is so powerful what I'm going to say is don't play the victim. Though okay. you may have been victimized, and I'm speaking from some place where I, I, I trust me, I, I'm, I'm speaking from the heart. I know what I'm, I'm sharing here. Though you may have been victimized, though you may have been hurt, though you may have been done wrong, it is not going to help you to heal. It is not going to help you to get where God wants you to be if you're constantly playing the victim. Because what ends up happening is in you playing the victim, you don't take ownership of yourself. You don't take ownership of of maybe what you did and how you can begin to move forward. But rather, you're constantly playing the blame game. And, and, and I've seen it where it's five years, it's 10 years down the line, it's 20 years down the line. I'm sure we've all had it where somebody, they're still blaming their mama and they 30 years old. And, and uh, it was my daddy okay. because my daddy wasn't mm-hmm. in my life. It's, that's why I am where I am. And, and, and so we begin to push that upon somebody else and stop it. I'm not saying that you haven't been hurt. I'm not justifying what they did. What I am saying is mentally, it's not going to help you to be proactive, to begin to focus on the things that you need to do to begin to write your path if you're constantly playing the victim. And so you have to take control of the things you can control and begin to let go of the things you cannot control so that way you can gain your healing. That's man, good. I get man. an amen in there. I get, you know, I'm like, man, woo. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, That's low sorry, flow. Sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the only thing I just want to say on that, man, is that, uh, you know, on the, on the top of that, it, it, the excuses portion of that, man, that is so heavy because, like I said, we can just hold on to something. It can become a ball and chain. And one of the one of the phrases I always loved in that in that realm is you're either going to make executions or you're going to make excuses, uh, excuses, you know, meaning you're going to do something to get out of this situation or to get out of this. Right. Or you're just mm-hmm. gonna lay back and say, "Well, this, you know, I never had this, or I never had that." And you're just making excuses, you know what I mean? But yep. you actually gotta do something to get to another place to where you wanna be. So yep. that's great. Yep. I love it. I love it. Man. All right, man, we, we, you got another one? 
Yeah. So for me, um, another tip, another tip from healing is use this opportunity, use it as an opportunity to better yourself. Um, so now what I mean by that is oftentimes we can be in relationships and you know how it is when you, when you start dating somebody or you're with somebody, you know, the things that you used to do by yourself, they go by the wayside, you know, and you just kind of engulf yourself in a relationship. You know what I mean? And like, you know, this is my everyday. But then when that breakup happens, just like you said, like you kind of go through identity crisis because, you know, you were so used to doing things together. Now you're back by yourself and you're like, what, you know, what do I do now? So using this as an opportunity to better yourself means, you know, use this as an opportunity. Now that you have this time away, you can engage in things that you used to love, whether it be hobbies, whether it be going back to school, learning a new language or something, you know, just are working out, you know, just creating new habits, new healthy habits for yourself um, and engaging in hobbies to really, you know, not only better yourself, but also gives you time away from just having your mind so focused on, oh, you know, he's not there or She's not there. You have a new set of things to worry about, a new set of things to engage in um, that are going to not only, yeah, yeah, that are not going to only better yourself, but actually, you know, you're giving your time to something else than just sulking and, and thinking about what happened. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's key. That's, that, that's really, really important. And so get up and, 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 and do something. Um, I was thinking of the song all of a sudden when my <laughs> you got to yeah, get, yeah, up, get, get up, up, get up, get some, up, get some. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but I mean, true. but but it's it's really true. And 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 one of the things I'm grateful for is I went back and got my degree, um, or finished my degree during that time. Mm-hmm. And, and and there was a lot of different things. And even after that healing process and and really kind of God giving me direction, you know, God birthed a, a book and a ministry. And, and this this right now, what we're doing is a result of what God birthed out of this very, you know, dark and, and painful time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so God is able to take those lemons. God is able to take those challenges and, and take something and make something great. And so yeah, your yeah, future yeah. is bright. I want to encourage you, man. I'm, I'm so thankful uh, just being patient. And I was going to get into this. I, I'll, I'll wait to get into that. Well, I'll, I'll say it. I'm so grateful because it's through that. One of the things that God has birthed is, is, is my wife today. And, and what we have in the, the wisdom and the, 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 that I have, um, you know, through that process. And, and so just being able to share with other people and encourage them and, and the feedback. This ministry would not be if it was not for that painful part. And, and so, mind you, it's not to say, like, I, I'm, I'm glad it happened or something like that, but rather just understanding that life moves on. God uses those areas. And David is a prime example of that where, you know, he was on the run and he was dealing with all these things mm. and, and dealing with challenges where Saul was trying to kill him. But God raised him up and used him to be a leader of people in some of his darkest moments. So okay. uh, absolutely. So Ooh, I, the one God, tip that I have, and I, I think I have two more, two more. So this one, I have one more. Okay. Is... Forgiveness is a process. Forgiveness okay. is a process. During my healing portion, one of the things I had to learn is, is, is oftentimes we view forgiveness as, okay, we did it and it's done. But mm-hmm. what ends up happening is it's like a scar, right? So a scar, if you've been stabbed, first you got to be healed. It takes time, you know, for that healing, you know, for things. But even after you have the healing, so you're no longer, you know, you've been stabbed. It, it, it's no longer bleeding. You've been able to stitch it up. You've got the stitches out. Um, you're still going to have that scar. And sometimes, man, the, it, 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 with a scar, you could just move a certain way. And it's like, ooh. 
What do you mean? You know, like, or you just rub it. Or maybe sometimes you look in the mirror and you're reminded of it. And so there's right. going to be moments that as you deal with hurt, you're going to forgive. And, you, and, and it's not to say that your forgiveness is not genuine. You really did through the process of forgiving that person, but you're going to maybe see something. You're going to feel something. You're going to hear a song, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, it's going to bring a flood of emotions back. And, and, and so in that, you're going to be upset. And then in that moment, you have to be like, okay, God, help me. You know, God, for, you know, help me to forgive. I'm sorry, man. I, I thought I let this go and I, I didn't. You know what, God, forgive me. You know, and, and so in that yeah. moment, you know, forgive that person and, and, and begin to let it go because you're not going to be able to move on. I would not have been able to get the healing that I have today to be able to be whole enough to be a husband that I am today to my wife if I did not take the time to really forgive. Not kind of forgive, not forget, but really be able to let go of that hurt, let go of those things, whatever it might be. And here's the last point I have to that. You also have to be able to forgive yourself. You That's also key. have to be able to forgive yourself. And that was one yeah. of the things that was hard for me is, is I had to recognize, because again, I took ownership. I didn't play the victim. I had to recognize my part in the breakdown of things. And so I had to take ownership of like, man, if I just would have done this. And, and that can drive you crazy. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help somebody. That can drive you crazy because you're living in a life of shoulda, woulda, coulda. And you also have to forgive yourself um, you know, to get that healing. So I, I mean, what you got? What you got? Man, you know what? My 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 last point is actually fitting to tie all of this up. Uh, my last point is simply two words, and that is find closure. Oftentimes in relationships and breakups, you know, we kind of go through the motions where we're just like, well, I wonder or, you know, maybe, you know, I, I had a friend dealing with a breakup and like for the I think for like five months straight, she was just so dead set on the fact like, you know, maybe he'll come back, you know, maybe things will just turn around. And although, you know, it, it's good you to have hope for something, yeah, yeah, you, yep. you want to stay hopeful. But then also, you know, if something is just so far gone, you want to find close because you don't want to keep waning on on just the hope of something happening that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? And it's hard for if you don't find closure, it's hard to move on. It's hard to, you know, if you're looking, if you're hoping on dating and finding a, a future mate, it's hard to move on and give your all to another person when you still haven't found closure in your last relationship. You know, yeah. so I always like to say, you know, wherever there's an exit, that door is also an entrance to somewhere so finding closure that's going to be your end the tying off of everything to help you to move forward you know and just to know in your mind that hey you know i gave my all to that you know we tried i tried to reconcile it just didn't work out and that's just the end of the story but that's not the well that's the end of the chapter that's not the end of your story you know i mean finding closure it'll help you to write a new chapter it'll help you to 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 be new again to to do something fresh so um finding closure is just everything like it's the it's the ending and the tie off um of a proper breakup or you know whatever you're going through in your relationship well, and your community will help you through that. I mean, I had, again, I had community, I had people that were counseling me, people that were encouraging me, and they help you to find that closure. They help you to navigate, you know, where things are and be able to see the things you can't see. And so, you know, all these things tie into one another. Here's the last point mm-hmm. that I have um, is after you have closure, my encouragement um, is don't get into another relationship right away. Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. jump into another relationship my encouragement is actually build platonic friendships. Look, mm-hmm. I'm talking about of this of the opposite sex. 
And so, because what's happening is, is we need time to kind of navigate, you know, our feelings, navigate things. And too often I see people, they go from one relationship into another relationship. They might have a big gap in there, right? But they still kind of went from one kind of uh, male or female, you know, partner and then all of a sudden they jump into another one and there's a benefit. There's 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 really something special about having friends of the opposite sex, but they're not romantic. And in that, you learn a lot of mm-hmm. disciplines. You learn a lot of self-control. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about other people. And so something that will really bless you is put yourself in an environment. Give yourself an opportunity to really say, you know what? I'm going to try to build new friendships that are of the opposite sex and make sure, even if I'm attracted to them, that it does not go into that next level, at least for a while. You know, just have that platonic friendship and and really just having your mind made up. Hey, I can be friends. I can have these friendships with somebody of the opposite sex, but it not necessarily go someplace. Um, And man, it, it was years, years before I really went out and started dating again. Um, and, and, and even after that, man, the whole dating process was years and years, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you know, because I wasn't in a rush. I wasn't, you know, it was just trying to, you know, go through that process. And so everyone's situation, everyone's a little bit different, but, you know, it's really taking yeah. time in that will help you avoid rushing into one, coming out of one bad situation and rushing into another one. Yeah, you and you want to be careful, you know. You don't yeah. you don't want to take old bricks from a past relationship and try to build a new house with those same bricks, you yeah. know. So that's 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 right. golden. Good stuff. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for our time. We thank you for um, this opportunity, this ministry. Mm-hmm. And, and Father, we're just praying right now for those that are healing, for someone who has been hurt. Father, they are in a dark place. Father, they mm-hmm. really are are suffering. And, and, and so I just pray that you will just wrap your arms around them. May they just feel the yes. embrace of your love. May you remind them of who they are and their identity in you. May you give them your promises and encourage them that you will always be with them. You'll never forsake them. Father, just uh, allow their community to come in and and heal with them, counsel them and and guide them. Father, help them to forgive, help them to take responsibility and control and and not to play the victim. Father, we, we just love you. We love you. We love you. So just continue to watch over them. Help them to keep their eyes on you and to gain that closure. We love you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you have not had a chance already, uh, please pick up my book. Go to Amazon. It's entitled Chasing Happily Ever After. Uh, it'll really be a blessing to you, um, especially if you're going through this uh, healing process. Or maybe you're actually kind of coming out of the healing process and you're stepping kind of back into the dating game and the relationship process. I mean, it will really be a blessing to you. Also, if you're just looking for just kind of some guidance, um, I do offer uh, relationship coaching uh, on the website. And so if you want to go to simplifycomplexity.org there, you can just see some of the different resources, and some of the different things that we are, are doing. So God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. Or who you be, East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north, down south, we're all family. Uh, around the world or across the seas, you can be Dutch, German, French, African, Jewish, Slavic, Greek, Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian.